Hey everyone, this is the Underprepared and Overly Caffeinated Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Jess. And we are two cousins who decided it was a great idea to start a podcast about the one thing that we aren't qualified to talk about, motherhood. We're both mothers, so what makes us unqualified, you think? Well, we have no idea what we're doing, and we know that neither do you. So maybe we can get through this journey together with our own experiences and concerns. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, rate, review, tell us what you think. You can find us at Apple Podcasts, on the Anchor app, or on Spotify. And we also have a blog that's now linked to our Facebook page. Hey everyone, welcome to the Underprepared and Overly Caffeinated Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Jess. And today we have a very special episode. We have two wonderful guests sitting next to us um, in each of our homes. Uh, We would like to welcome my husband, Luke, and my husband, Maurice. I call him Maurice, though. I don't (laughs) know. He doesn't like when I say Maurice, so I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Luke's Luke. just Luke, so it's just Luke. <laughs> I'm not allowed to call him Maurice. I will call you Maurice, Maurice. Only Liz is allowed to call him Ben. <laughs> ben, would you like to say hi? Hello. <laughs> How are we doing? <laughs> uh, so today uh, we are going to have these men uh, talk to us about a wonderful topic that I think affects a lot of couples and uh, spouses, significant others, regarding um, how to resolve conflict in a healthy way. Um, I would like to make a disclaimer that we are not perfect and we argue um, like normal people. And just do we work through our conflicts perfectly all the time? No. <laughs> but we would like to, you know, discuss with each other how healthy conflict uh, is resolved um, to the best of our ability. So maybe don't take advice from us, but listen to our stories. And I hope that it helps you. Um, so uh, let's start off with our normal uh, corrections corner. Jess? This is a corrections corner from not the last episode, the episode before the fourth trimester. Was that the one? Yes. I don't know. Um, my husband just listen to it. And he, I told you, he always gives me the fraction corners. Um, I said that when my water broke and I finally was able to get back to the bedroom, I said that Reese asked, should I get up? That was not true. He asked, should I get dressed? <laughs> just want to clarify. Big difference. Big, Big difference. difference. <laughs> uh, also, I was delirious with one hour of sleep. So just Correct. defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> Corrections corner. Corrections corner. Right okay. Also, Corrections corner, geography time. Yes. Because Luke, we said something. I don't remember what we said, but we said something. Luke would like to correct our geography. I mean, I think I was correct, by the way. I can't correct. Since well, South I did America, ask what the, the fastest yeah, the, would be. The Dominican Republic, is it in South America? That's what we should really find out first. <laughs> no, it is. It is. A, I think we should correct whether the longer flight is to Germany or the Dominican Republic. I well, think just, we just looking at it, Jessica, you can tell. Look that at doesn't that. necessarily mean airtime wow. translates. DR is definitely closer than Germany. We have to cross the distance, ocean. yes, but what is the flight? There could be layovers. I don't know. Oh, okay. We're, Geographically, we that straight line. <laughs> All right, someone go to Expedia. <laughs> this is an awful corrections corner. <laughs> Not to be corrected anything. Well, when, okay. What are you correct? Is it, we it's in correct. South America. It is. No, we were correct. We were correct last week that um, the Dominican Republic is closer to get to than Germany. So 
You will be right there. Um, okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Housekeeping corner. Housekeeping corner. corner. Yes. It's time to clean the cave. We have listeners. Wait, did we already discuss this? No. We have a new listener in Switzerland. Welcome, Switzerland. I love the Swiss. Love it. That's the Swiss, right? I love them. You're my people. Please tell us what you think. What is it like being a mom in Switzerland? I bet it's a lot better than here. I already know that for a fact, but give us your, your, um, we would love to hear from you. We are global. That's right. We got three other countries besides the United States and we haven't had any new States this week, but, um, I will still shout out to, um, Illinois, Kentucky, New York, um, all of you, Texas. Thank you for listening and continuing to listen. I hope you are still listening to us on episode 11, which is today, episode 11. Um, all right. Uh, so Jess, Maurice, what are you drinking today? Well, I'm excited. It's not really that exciting for everyone else because it's what I drink all the time, (laughs) but I'm excited because, well, I'm drinking my tequila in my blueberry iced tea, but I'm excited because I haven't been able to find my Arizona diet blueberry iced tea anywhere. And I just found two bottles today, this afternoon at like four 30. So I'm excited because I haven't had it. I also have not had a drink since the wedding last weekend. Wow. Because I just needed a real good week mm-hmm. after that. So I'm excited. We, also, we had to make a detour just for the blueberry iced tea. We did. We had to go to a special store for it. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that's dedication. <laughs> I really wanted it. After six um, hours of shoe shopping. Yeah, we had to shoe, shoe shop. Shoe shop. That's a story for after. Um, what are you drinking, honey? I'm drinking rum and Coke, which is my blueberry iced tea and tequila. Classic. What I would drink literally every week. Yeah. That's what we used to drink every Friday night. It's my go-to. Since. Until I found tequila. <laughs> tequila is my summer drink. I don't crave it in the winter. I like rum in the winter. I like tequila in the summer. Eh, no judgment here. But when I finish like yard work or something, I usually go for the beer. The but, beer. Like, night, yeah, nighttime is kicking back. Likes a cold beer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's how we talk in New England for all of our out of country and state. I, I'm still waiting to hear if we have accents. Can anyone tell us if we have accents? No, come like, on. No. I don't think we do. I don't think I do, anyways. I might. I don't think so. Definitely has an accent. We, we don't have a Rhode Island you accent. Have an accent. We have slang. You may not have an slang. accent, Wicked. Exactly, but you have a slang. Wicked. When I, yeah. Uh, but in our non-accent, I like, like an accent to them. Yeah. Yeah. They have an accent. Get it? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right. What are you guys drinking? Sorry. Uh, are- I am drinking lemon ginger tea because for this is my first drink i'm having lemon ginger my first drink she's about to have a few because because we ate kind of a late lunch and it was like really fried i had a eggplant parm sandwich which was really good but it like sat really heavy on my stomach so my stomach's kind of like gurgling right now a little tmi for everyone it's feeling great um so i'm drinking some lemon ginger tea to settle it <laughs> and and then on the side of it i have some fresh shots of whiskey so i mean luke just by luke's face he's like what am i a part of right now <laughs> he knows how crazy i am um yes i'm drinking my 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 bourbon on the rocks uh, uh after i drink my tea so i've got a little bit of everything i'm not an adventurous drinker you always have a good drink a new drink every week and i'm like tea. i don't really have it tea. new though i have one cup of tea and one glass of bourbon it's but every good. week it's something different oh yeah i like to change it up i know shoot you know me i'm spontaneous <laughs> <laughs> for some things <laughs> not others <laughs> babe what are you drinking 
Would you like to tell our listeners what you made tonight? I'm I'm spontaneous whenever I make a drink. Yes, he uh, doesn't measure anything. He just puts a bunch of stuff in a cup and calls it a day. You yeah. made me that drink in North Carolina. That's right. That was a Google though. I Googled for that. That was oh, I thought you feeling oh. good and everybody yeah. else had drinks. Yeah, it was like so. A, I it, felt like you needed to join in. We could have made was a like hot a, toddy or something like that. We made something else. It was like a version of a hot toddy. It took like ten minutes to make. Yeah, it took you a while. Oh, you had to melt butter for that, right? <laughs> I did. I melted butter, <laughs> cinnamon sugar. It was delicious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll add the recipe in the show notes if we can find it. Oh, you should. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. It's really good. Yeah, I'm usually a beer guy, but um, if I do make a mixed drink, I usually just like open the fridge and say, oh, that looks good and open up the liquor and just pour things in. Uh, so I did that today and it's pretty much uh, tropical punch juice and I threw some blue curacao and vodka in it and it tastes terrific. It looks good. I drink it. Yes, Aww. I'm on my second one. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> he's already on the second because it took us so long to actually start this episode. <laughs> it a while. He we was getting anxious. No. Difficulties um, with child sleeping. How, how, was, uh, how was your day, guys? We spent the entire day <laughs> looking for shoes for our two-year-old. <laughs> he has really big feet. <laughs> and it was a struggle. And we went to three different stores. Correct. Three different stores. We have shoes to return now, but we found we. You're the one who told me I should have checked Skechers out, which I didn't know there was a Skechers store where we went. It was amazing. I think they opened right after Christmas last year. Yeah, I've, I haven't been there in forever. We went and it was fantastic. Brayden really liked it too, and we got two pairs of shoes for the price of the one pair of shoes we bought in desperation. That's crazy. Yes. So it was just a lot of shoe shopping. Mm-hmm. A lot of errands. I mean, you didn't even get to all of them. <laughs> we didn't because we just looked for shoes the whole time. Absolutely. We did get to the library this morning because he loved. We go every couple of weeks to the library, and he likes to return his books and then pick new ones. And he was very excited. He always puts them in the slot and waves by. Um, and he picked some new books, and um, then we put him to bed, and he fell asleep immediately, and then woke up like ten minutes later, and he's now finally sleeping again. That's why something I should have done with Emmett gone to the library when he was younger because he has he has a problem with letting things go so if i took him to the library now he would not want to return those books he would want to keep them and he would cry until we had to give those we keep maybe he maybe you should take him maybe it'll help maybe (laughs) (laughs) that i could see him screaming in the library though I don't know. He, I mean, Brandon does fine. He keeps, we keep it for enough that he gets to really read them. And then he's like kind of over them. Um, but we, we like really prep it. We're like, we're, we have these right now. We're going to borrow them in a few weeks and then we'll return them for the other kids. And then like a the couple of days before tomorrow, we're going to the library and we're going to say bye to our books and pick new books. And then that morning we do it again. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't like them. He does well with that. <laughs> but he, he does it. We, we've discovered the easy way for him to let go is to take pictures with things though. Um, oh, that's smart. When we got rid of the Jeep, he wanted to take a picture with the Jeep. Uh, the refrigerator. He wanted to take a picture with the refrigerator. <laughs> so he's going to be a scrapbooker is what you're saying. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So we have pictures with every little thing that we let go, but I'll take a hundred pictures. I don't care as long as you let it go. Yeah, that's true. That's actually kind of good. A picture with the refrigerator. Oh my God. <laughs> and of course, it's, can I see it? I just want to see if I look good. Yeah. You, know? you should let him watch an episode of TLC's Hoarders. <laughs> and be yeah. like, you can't do this because this is what you'll be like. <laughs> he's very attached to things he'll keep boxes like we get pull-ups for him for nighttime and he wants to keep the box when we're done i'm like what do you need this box for i like it what are you gonna do with it it's decorations in my room why would you want a pull-up box for decoration in your room (laughs) the weirdest things i don't know maybe i'll have to bring him to the library but i have a feeling he's gonna be that screamer in the library i want that book back 
book. He might surprise you. I hope so. You can also renew a book. If he really loves it, you renew it. And then, okay, now it's time for someone else. Yeah, because our our children's book uh, shelf is packed we can't fit all of our books on it that's what the problem we're having and i love his love for books but um it's it's taking over my house (laughs) i try to throw away the ones that they destroy without looking and i'll forget about them but like i mean a lot of our books are in really good condition so i don't want to get rid of them but um, you know too many when you throw things i mean i do it too but technically when you throw things away without them looking that's how they get more attached to things if they remember if they yeah if they don't remember (laughs) remember and something has gone missing and they're like wait i don't see that anymore they will hold on tighter to what they have it's like bucky in bed sometimes i'm like oh i don't know what happened to it must be somewhere in this house full of all your toys (laughs) yeah that works we'll find it one day we'll find it one day we did a really big purge uh, (laughs) they don't remember anything they we got rid of so many toys and they have not asked for any of them that's not any of them. I so. think if you have, if you get to a point where you have enough, it's like they're not going to remember everyone. Nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, our day actually was pretty good. Um, unlike last week where I was exhausted, today was actually a really good day. They were so well behaved. We actually took a two hour drive up to Massachusetts um, to visit our friends, Alex and Meg. Whoa. We just had a baby. Oh, because they had a baby. Evelyn. Yes, we saw that we met little Evelyn. She was adorable. I got to hold her. I love How her. are your ovaries? Oh my God, they were screaming. They were <laughs> I got to hold her for like a solid, 30 <laughs> a solid 30 minutes, and it was fantastic. Then she started to get hungry. So I was like, okay, here's mom. Um, but she was so cute, so oh. tiny um so we got to catch up with them we went to this beautiful park um i wish i could let me see if i can find what it was called it was in gloucester it was in gloucester i call it gloucester oh uh, yeah that's um are they in west they're not in western mass are they are they to the they're near the water right uh, yeah it's near the water yeah so yeah i have um, friends that live in that area stage fort park stage fort park beautiful beautiful area we walked around there was playgrounds there was beaches um and then we ended up getting lunch with them after which was really nice and the boys were so well behaved they were like obviously running around like little children of course um but they listened they didn't complain they didn't whine they didn't fight they were so well behaved today um and then on the way home okay well i wasn't around them when they were arguing or fighting or anything i was with the baby i was fine she wasn't there i was there i was helping out our friend Ned, giving her a break okay if a tree falls in the forest does it make noise <laughs> exactly i mean um so so then uh the drive home was great hunter took a nap i think emmett was he awake the whole time? I, yeah, I fell asleep. He was awake. I fell asleep. I fell asleep with her. Um, but they were so well behaved. They when we got home, they were they um helped Luke outside in the garden and Emmett made some bracelets and just n- no complaints whatsoever. Took bath, went to bed. No issues whatsoever. It was what a change from our last it was a beautiful day. Beautiful you felt day. it was not a beautiful day. Yeah. yeah. So um we had a nice day. It was very nice. And now I'm I'm not stressed out today. Uh, tomorrow is a different day. You <laughs> have all your whiskey. Tomorrow, tomorrow <laughs> we have a lovely picnic at my mother's house. So we'll see how they are tomorrow. I know that it's going to be a disaster for us because just because Braden went to bed late means he'll be up super early because he hates us. And whenever we have plans, he he does this. So it's yeah. like a sick joke at this point. It is. It really is. It's like, dude, every time we have plans, like, come on. What happened yesterday on your day off. What happened on my day off? He was up at five fifteen. It's like it's like he hates us. 
Yeah. And he's not going to nap tomorrow because he doesn't sleep in the car. So it's just going to be a big fat meltdown by the end of the day. So Luke gets up with them Monday through Thursday when I go into work and he says they get up at five 30. Now, when I stay home on Fridays, they don't, they sleep till like six, six 30. So are like, they sleeping or are they awake? And you just don't know. Um, and it might be awake at that time, but Hunter, I don't usually hear him until six or six 30. Hmm. And then, um, yesterday they both woke up at five 30. So I was up at five 30 yesterday today because we went to bed late last night. I kind of went to bed a little bit late last night. We got home. I don't remember actually that we had a busy day. We went fishing yesterday with them yesterday too. Ooh. Um, so they were kind of tired. They actually slept until six 37 this morning. They slept yep. pretty good. This See morning. when Brayden is tired, he does not sleep. He's up earlier. Mm-hmm. He's one of the, he's that, he's that typical baby where it's like a later bedtime does not make a difference. A later bedtime means an earlier rise. Mm-hmm. The dumbest thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life. And children, like now oh. is the time to enjoy naps because once you're older, you don't get to take them anymore. Just sleep, like you know that book. I won't say it, but I literally think of that book every day. The go to f to sleep. I'm like, I like I could read it to him. Go to sleep. I mean, you can always change the f word. No, I need the f word. <laughs> it's just like so. It's like you can tell the difference of when this kid. He is a typical two-year-old when he doesn't sleep. He is throwing tantrums. He is whiny. When he sleeps, he's the easiest, most pleasant, go-with-the-flow kid. It's like, just sleep, and you would be like this every day. Yeah. Well, this topic actually will lead right into our topic for today, conflict. Um, Mm -hmm. So we had had... Emmett was a perfect sleeper. We never had any issues with him. The only time we had a problem with him was when he had a couple of night terrors um, here and there. And that was really hard to get him to bed. And occasionally he would um, wake up from a nightmare and not want to go back to his room. And that was really the only issue. And that wasn't until he was older. Hunter had problems sleeping right from the start. Um, And so I remember um, in the middle of COVID, going into work every day and we were both exhausted because hunter would be up every couple of hours screaming you know we just could not get him to stay asleep we'd have to sleep in his room with him um and it was getting really really bad and i remember one morning me and luke were we had probably our biggest fight that we'd ever had and (laughs) it was i don't know if it was over exhaustion which probably was probably heated from exhaustion um but it was, do you remember how it started? He doesn't remember anything, no. but um, I remember I was trying to look at all of these parenting advice books, like how to get your kid to sleep, um, you know, how to, you know, I was reading how not to like to yell, like how to- They're probably like all articles from me. <laughs> it was all articles that I was trying to read. And I remember him being so upset with me because he's like, why do you think you're not a good parent? Why do you think you have to fix the way that you're doing things? Why? And and. You know, like I said, (laughs) and I remember yelling back at him at five o'clock in the morning because I was so fed up. I was like, I'm trying to figure out how to put our child to bed and I'm trying to get him to sleep and I'm trying to do this and this and that. And it was it was a really, really bad morning for us. It was. I think it was the first morning. We don't fight regularly. Um, and when we do, it's it's usually light. We've always agreed with each other, got along um and if we had any kind of dispute it was a quick two minute thing and that was it we we came to means with it but this was on an entire different method because you touched base on this on one of your other podcasts um on the other episodes but i want to say that it was one where we were tracking how often they slept and things like that and that's when we started to get in that one argument over it Mm -hmm. i'm looking through my notes right now i know that i wrote it down one day um 
you know, you take notes on your arguments. No, it wasn't on our arguments. It was literally we had to like no because it was well, like, dang, we don't do that. Life. It was it was one of the methods all the times I was she, right. was she was looking up one of the methods and it was um you would go into the room no longer than 30 seconds um after five minutes of crying, and then you would go in after 10 minutes of crying, no longer than 30 seconds, and then after 15 minutes. And it was That's to the, the most popular one, I think. Yeah, that was yeah. the one you sent me. Yeah. So thanks, Jess. That was <laughs> listen. Was it worked for our kid. He was the worst sleeper in the whole world. <laughs> He's the list. It did but, work. It did work. But it it did take a while before uh, we could get through it. And for me, I'm you can read books all day long. You can do anything you want. But I treated we treated dogs as as an example of having kids uh, for the first time around. And I remember the first thing she did before we got a dog was got a dog book. How to train your dog? I did. And I'm like, I did. Did I use it? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all, Elizabeth. Yeah. But every every animal. Although Henry was very good, and then we got raw from that. He was. Every animal is different, just like every kid is going to be different, you know. Mm -hmm. So you can read all you want, and it's good to have something in your pocket. But when you're actually in the battlefield, it's it's going to change for everything. I I was also in a really bad place at that time because that was when I was really starting to um, feel my anxiety um, that I have now. It was. I didn't feel like I was good enough. I didn't think I could raise these two kids. I thought I was doing something wrong. I was getting really, really hard on myself. So I was looking at all of this stuff on the internet and how am I going to do this? I was reading books about how to be a better parent and how to raise a better human and this and that. And, and he's looking at me like, you're already good, perfect the way you are. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. It's just going to be hard. But for me at the time, it was really hard to see that. And I, I couldn't understand why. I felt like I was just trying to be better and I felt like he was getting upset with me for trying to be a better parent, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, But again, I, at the time was trying to be perfect and you can't be perfect. Like we've talked about in the first episode, you know, it's literally impossible. And there's so much information out there that you don't know what's going to work for a kid. Every kid is different. Um, So we got into this argument basically for him to, to just tell me like, listen, you're doing fine, you know, but I didn't think that. So I argued back and I pushed back and, um, you know, we don't, we don't like to stay, to stay mad at each other. If we're in the middle of an argument, it's more like one, we both know that we need to, first of all, apologize because there's no reason for us to be fighting. Um, and we try not to raise our voices, but, but, but of course we do. Um, a lot of the time too, I noticed that, it's the way he says things like that's what gets us into it. Yes. You know, yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just like the way that it comes out of his out of your mouth. And I've said it to him before. Like, it's the way you say things, your it's tone, sound, it's your tone of voice. Like, it, it sounds like you're attacking me. And so I, you know, flight or fight Get defensive. Response. Yeah. It's like, this is how I'm going to respond, because that's how you responded to me. And that's what really the argument is. So it's it's really just taking a second, like, did he really mean it that way? Or did it just come out that way? That's where our, most of our conflict comes from. And I think that's how that argument started that morning. It's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you freaking out? And I'm like, that's not what he said, but that's what it felt like he was saying to me. And that's why we got to that huge argument. So it is interesting too, because I think I had read this once and it's like, I, I too was am very much the same way about and sleeping and like for us he was a horrible sleeper from the beginning and it was to the point where we were so we he did not sleep lying down at all part of it was because he had reflux but we were so tired I was like there needs to be every kid is different yes but there's probably a strategy for every kid that will work whether it's a mix of one or one I was like we need something to help us because this is not sustainable um 
we could not stay up the way we were staying up. It just, it was not working, but I was very, and I still kind of am like, I will track when he falls asleep to when like the minutes he sleeps all night. And, and I did read that a lot of for moms are like, are you obsessed with their sleep or this? It can be like anxiety coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's like a controlling thing. Yeah. So um, I know uh, we have discussed this previously. You've said you really don't fight. Both of you don't really fight. Right. I, I say we've never, I, I think when I think of fighting, like we don't fight, we've never screamed at each other. We've never not spoken to each other for right, right, no. more than a couple of minutes. He's right. never, we've never held anything over, you know, the other's head right. in that way. It's like, it, we argue, we have disagreements. I think they're really few and far between. We, for the most part, get along and awesome. we, <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> we, think the same way. <laughs> we have a lot of the same thoughts and we think the same way on a, you know across the board so no we don't we don't i don't think we've, we we don't fight but we you know we have arguments i mean yeah luke and i don't really fight either but we have very different opinions and that can get very mixed up sometimes you know um especially i am not a good arguer so if you say something i can't come back with it <laughs> like give me yeah. 10 minutes so i can think of a comeback because <laughs> i don't know i just don't know maybe back in an hour when i process I'm not this good at, i'm not i could never be a lawyer could never ever be a lawyer never wanted to be i just i cannot come back with facts for you i'm sorry let me do my research first um, but we see things very differently, but that's also why I think we work together well, because we each see things from different sides of the story. And it kind of, and, you know, if I say, well, this happened today and it was awful. He's like, well, think about this, you know, look at it from their perspective, which sometimes gets me annoyed, but I understand it. That is, that is definitely, I think that can be a guy thing. We, we see things pretty similar across the board for, in most topics, but there are things that we, you know, a, a couple of things like we disagree with, but he, he's, he can very much be the same way where. He's like, well, think about it. I'm like, I don't want you to say that. I want yeah. you to just be like, honey, you're so yeah, right. Just you're so right. Me. Be mad. Just, be angry. Just let me be upset. Like, yeah, I, just I don't want you that. to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't um, fix it. Don't so, fix so, it. That was our first. That was our our biggest argument was sleeping. What do you think your biggest conflict was ever in the however many years you've been together? What do you think? I don't know. He's conflict. Reese would probably remember more than we were. No, we were talking. We haven't had a big. Throughout our seven hours of shoe shopping today, we were talking about this, trying to remember. (laughs) Um, But you don't remember the first one I brought up. So maybe it wasn't that big a deal. But the one I didn't. Maybe she she suppressed it. I think our biggest, and it wasn't. But that wasn't even probably. I have mine's like stupid now. I remember nothing. There's something wrong with my. You had a boy. (laughs) They should study me. It's not right. I'm glad I'm done school because I would have probably not done well. Um, What? With Brayden, I think that's a good one. I th- yeah, but we didn't really argue. I think the most recent thing we discussed was we had so so Braden is currently in occupational therapy um, for just a, a jaw a, a jaw strength issue where they're trying to work with like strengthening his jaw for whatever reasons. Um, I don't know why he they don't really know why either. He just he like chews things very delicately. It was just funny because he's really rough in every other way, but like he'll take these these bites and so they're trying to like help him like learn to bite down and really grind food so like dense foods he has trouble chewing and he's pocketing so I noticed it when he was 15 months and I thought it was I didn't think it was normal I work with children I'd seen that I was like I don't think this is normal the pediatrician was like no it's fine it's you know appropriate I was like okay and then his his speech was coming in but he wasn't speaking very clearly and I was like I don't know if this is 
like by two, you're like a stranger is supposed to be able to understand like 50% of what they're saying. And I didn't feel like he was there or getting there. And Reese felt, I think a little bit different. You just say what you felt. Cause I don't know how to say. I thought he was fine. He I thought he was, he was fine. Like, and part of it was like, wise for sure. Most That's guys true. think that cause Luke yeah. would have felt the exact same thing. Classic <laughs> man. <laughs> split into two things. It was like the chewing thing, which I definitely saw on her side, but then the speaking thing, which was, in my opinion, that was the one that she was more <coughs> adamant about. <laughs> Wrong pipe. Wrong pipe. Sorry. Um, and the problem that we always run into is that, and I usually defer to Jessica because, you know, child development, she studied it. She works with children every day. She nannied from, you know, for X amount of years. So I understand all that. Uh, but that, I feel like sometimes she sees too much, you know, in her I daily do. life. So I, I think anxiety. Listen, you don't see the things I see. Yeah. It's not no, normal. I know, yeah. I know. But you're comparing your kid to a, a statistic. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Difficult to, to comprehend, you know? Yeah, and for me mm-hmm. especially, it's very difficult. Yeah. Um, and I thought he was doing okay. And, you know, I'm glad that she took the steps that she did. But sometimes, you know, that just, that bubbled up a little bit where it's like, I think he's fine. I think he's fine. No, he's... Da, 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 da. He was. So, and it was, it was very like, he's like, he's fine. Or he'd be like, I read, I read that this fine. I'm like, I know you read something on Google, but I... I have a degree in this. Like I do this every single day. This is my job. This is what I do. And I was like, this doesn't feel right to me. So I did refer him to early intervention, which they did an evaluation and he did not qualify in any area <laughs> besides the chewing. He, they did say that the chewing was a red flag and they yeah. did say, while his speech is appropriate and within normal limits at this time, if the jaw, um, issue is not corrected down the road it will affect his speech and his pronunciation and his articulation so i was like listen so yeah it's fine now but a lot of people might have let this go yeah and like so so now he's already gotten services so he's he's in occupational therapy now to help with the jaw his speech is is coming along fine but if we had waited until two like a lot of people had said like just wait until he's two and then we would have been six months out from an evaluation and then he's even farther behind because he is behind in the chewing. He does not chew normally yeah, for a two-year-old. The chewing, I agree with. The speaking, he's doing great. And the, but it but could have been an issue. Been, <laughs> hundred things are an it's issue. because I caught it. It's because I caught yeah. it. <laughs> Statistically speaking, you say a hundred things are an issue. Yeah, one of them probably will be an issue, potentially be an issue. But so my I'm favorite... still feeling like there's a little tension here. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I was right. I just and... still, and I, think I, like, I, I still joke about it because what one of the things was Braden would say ba for ball and then he stopped saying it for a week and she's like oh my god he stopped saying ball for a car <laughs> I do then, I do obsess and then we went obsessed. yeah she obsesses and she does and then we went yeah. on a, a walk a walk one day and he's just like car ball car ball ball car just like <laughs> every th- like we see the car we see the mailboxes please oh my god it. please stop telling us <laughs> <laughs> speaking is an issue but yes yeah, certainly and I'm glad that you know you were proactive about it for sure but I try like I said I try to defer to her but at the same time I don't want to feel like oh, I'm just dumb old dad over here not doing or knowing anything so I try to you know I like yeah. to. I get it. Participate and talk about it and do my own, you know. No, Luke Luke did the same thing. Luke did the same thing when we were having the sleeping issue. He was doing his own research and he said, look, right here, it says it, blah, 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 you know. And I'm just like, yeah, (laughs) that's what I hate. That's what I hate. I'm like, you can't just Google something and it's bad. You just do that. (laughs) But if it's it's from like an actual doctor wrote it or something like that. But in all defense, I mean, Luke looks at YouTube to build things and look at He's done half our house. (laughs) (laughs) That's a thing. What? He goes to YouTube for things. Go to YouTube and he's like, I can figure this out. It's fine. No big deal. He's taught himself everything from YouTube. You've taught yourself everything from YouTube. Yeah, I put these shelves up. (laughs) And then like... (laughs) He'll like, he'll, he'll, we'll talk about food things. Like 
I, you know, I don't like to leave pizza out, you know, you shouldn't leave food out on the counter, Luke, you know? Um, and he's like, I'm going to put it in the, in the oven and just sit in there. Like, no, put it in the fridge. It's, it's got cheese and dairy on it. Put it in the fridge. clean out or what? And he's like, that's what we did when we were growing up. Yes. But that's literally food safety. Like one-on-one you put it in the fridge when you're done. <laughs> so gross. And he's like, nah, it's fine. And I'm like, listen, I, I have a degree. I literally have a food service <laughs> license. Like, I know. I will that's tell funny. you, you know, <laughs> exactly. That's what I, I like, don't that. tell me what I already know. Yeah. Just let me be right in something. I, I just try to, I try to help. And also, I, t- I can't want to stand on the sidelines and just be like, okay, because I know you've talked about before. I don't want to be like, have the burden of mothers doing everything. So like, I try to help. But then sometimes I feel like I say something and I'm like, oh, dumb old dad. Well, I think part of it too is like, you, <laughs> I feel like you, you know, I can get a little anxious about things and you try to like, take it down. I'll like, bring it to a place where it doesn't need to be. And he'll like, take it back down to where it yeah. should be. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of, probably... yeah. So we, uh, we measured, we, um, we, we even out each other out. But even way. that, like, it wasn't, there wasn't a, we didn't like fight. We didn't stop speaking to each other. It was just like, we had a disagreement and I'm like, listen, but he yeah. felt like I was giving him no credit. Like he felt like I was being like, okay, because I have a degree, like, you know, nothing like yeah, it yeah. came across that way, which I wasn't trying to do. I was just, I was worried about him. And from what I had seen and what I knew, it didn't feel right to me in like my, uh, I had a mom instinct. And when they did, it was nice to hear them because they did say, it's a red flag. And had we waited, it could have been an issue. So I was just like, mom, I just had a gut feeling that something wasn't right. And it wasn't, but the speech was fine. <laughs> do you, do you feel like you um, came to a agreement or did you kind of let it just fizzle out? No, we came to an agreement. Cause I think I told, I forgot what I had said to you, but he, he's very much like if, if yeah. I explain something to him, or if I tell him like that, made, when you said that, it made me feel a certain way. He's pretty good about like, I don't want to make you yeah. feel bad. And that's not my intention. And he, it diffuses things pretty. Yeah. I, I, whenever, if I make her feel upset, it just, I hate, I hate it. You know, it just bothers me intensely. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to be, you know, <laughs> or, you know, just, or a lot of times too, because I'm learning, you know, with everything with child care and all that. So, but if I'm presented with new information, you know, I'll, I can change my opinion and be like, okay, yes, you're, you're correct. I, you know, I didn't know that before, or I'm happily to admit that if I don't know enough about something that I'm not going to, you know, I'll try not to speak to it or, Hey, teach me, teach me, teach me you now. So, um, so I think that was the good part. And also I said, you know, mother knows best motherly instinct and I go with your oh, gut. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder how Luke feels about that. <laughs> <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> but, you I know, feel like I never get that aha, I was right moment ever. <laughs> That's why That's this is whole, my biggest one though. This is my biggest one. That's a whole nother conflict. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we well, had recording in the sound. So yeah, you're good. I know you did have that. Well, that was Luke. That was Luke. <laughs> I, I had no idea. So I was, I was like, I don't know what you're saying. I was just going to wing Although it. I didn't, I didn't really know what he was saying either that's why i was like can you just for for the for the listeners they have no idea what we're talking about um we had a whole disagreement before we started this podcast it wasn't really even a disagreement we just we didn't know what what happened disagreement reese was concerned that the sound from our computers would jump back um back and forth because we're not using headphones to record this today because we have both of us on the microphone um luke disagreed with that and said it wouldn't come back and and echo into the microphone so uh luke was correct um great i'm glad i'm wrong (laughs) reese is very supportive the entire time he's very proud of luke (laughs) i'm not an audiophile so yeah um, but we do have to take a quick break. Um, so when we come back, I'm going to put the boys on the spot and ask them a few questions about their experiences with conflict previous to marriage. So I'm nervous. You're going to need another can, drink. 
we can see where they're where they're coming from when uh, we get into these little disagreements. Um, so we will be right back. Dum, dum, dum. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for taking a short break with us. Thank you. So I'm going to start asking the men some questions. I'm going to put them on the spot. Luke is feeling tipsy, so this is the perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> nice. How do you feel, babe? What are you doing? I feel okay. Just messing with the pop filter. Oh, okay. That's not the time. I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get it together. So let's jump in. Um, I'll start with Reese first and give put him on the spot because... I like to do that to people. Um, all right, so <clears throat> let's start with the Luke. microphone is rattling. That's because he's shaking the table. Lucas, shake it. He's because he's he's drunk. No, um, he's not drunk. <laughs> all right, what were your experiences with conflict between your parents? Did you witness a negative conflict, or did your parents show healthy conflict resolution? Ooh, I don't even know the answer. To if you can oh. remember, if you can remember, from what you can remember. He was the fourth child, so. I was the fourth. I was like you, Elizabeth. So I would imagine your parents probably argued a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Or they just didn't care at that point. (laughs) Yeah, they, um, there's definitely arguing there for sure. Um, Yeah, I mean. I mean, typical, yeah. Yeah, like typical, you know, married folks. Um, But they always, you know, made up at the end of those those arguments, those types of deals. I feel like having four kids driving them bananas. Uh, specifically from, you know, him. Specifically myself. <laughs> from what I hear, although I remember being an angel child, but my mother doesn't remember the same. But <laughs> Don't um, we all remember those man. days? Yeah. He's a bolter. <laughs> he used to run off in the malls and get lost. That's um, gonna... Do you, did your parents argue in front of you? Um, did oh, they yeah. show you conflict or did oh, they yeah. get secretive? They weren't secretive about it? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> to my, I mean, my father's Italian. My mother is French. So, you know, big feelings, big voices, you know, you know how it is. Um, myself too. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was out in the open and all that, but like I said, they always came back around with forgiveness and, and all that. And my father always told me like, you know, your mother is my number one person in the world. Um, when we had to have like those sit down conversations, even though he loved all his children dearly, you know, his wife was his was his number one, and they just celebrated their forty sixth wedding anniversary this year. So they're doing something right. Good, good. All right. So yeah, so you had a, a good a good view, um, um, a good uh, influence. That's what we're looking for influence on how to work through conflict as a married couple, as a, as parents. Um, so it was, that was, you had a very positive experience with it. Oh yeah. And they were, they were good too. Like if we were being, or I should say myself specifically, like if I was being naughty, um, you know, good conversations and why I'm getting in trouble. Um, we never, I never got grounded in like, I don't know if that's even a thing where it's like, Oh, you have to sit in your room for a week. That was never yeah. like, you have to go to your room for two, an hour and cool off stuff like that. Um, but I feel like I got a lot of my, some of my really good qualities of, Hey, you know, always be respectful, you know, the golden rule, um, do, you know, do to others that you want to do it unto yourself. Every time we left for the house of going to a friend's house, always remember your pleasing thank yous. And something that I always, I always try to impart on Braden now is, you know, you're going to a friend's house, their parent is like the authority, listen to the authority um, in a nice way, you don't respect their decision. Yeah, you two-year-old Braden, you, you yeah. listen to this. <laughs> you listen to the I'm authority. Over so many houses right now. 
I'm just trying to, you know, but like oh, when you go, when you went to, when you took him to your, his first Tinker Garden class, I said, and obviously he's only two or he's even younger than that, but it's a good habit to get into. Make sure yeah. you listen to your teacher, um, right. or to, you know, school or sports one day, make sure you listen to your coach, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So Cerulo men are very loyal. It's true. It is the thing. The Cerulo boys are loyal boys <laughs> to their women. <laughs> they are. Okay, Luke, same question. <laughs> this question was entirely made. <laughs> draw me out of my, it was for you, Luke. <laughs> my suppressed memories of I, my entire childhood. I am pretty sure Luke has suppressed most of his childhood. Um, so I always dumb. like pry and ask him questions and he's like, I don't remember. All I remember is going fishing. Like you don't remember anything else over your childhood except you went fishing. <laughs> like that's a problem. You remember the important parts. <laughs> so from what you can remember, um, and I'm only going to ask about your, your, your parents. I know that was, you were very, very young when they got divorced, but do you remember anything, um, as conflict co-parenting as you grew up? What was, did they, did they show bad signs of conflict or a positive out, uh, resolution conflict? My parents were divorced when I was four and a half. So no, I do not remember any of that. No, so what I'm um, saying as they co-parent, like when, as they, once they divorced, do you remember them fighting, um, I know as your parents, but separately. Yeah. So it's, it's tough to try and compare because this entire podcast, I try to compare our children at the age that they are. So that's the age that I try to remember memories at um, for that comparison. But um, I really don't remember much until I was probably in my early teens, um, even maybe like eight to 10 years old. Um, That's when we first started to go visit my dad. My, my dad had moved down uh, South and um, it was very difficult for my mom to let go and let us go visit um, as any parents who have been separated, um, whether it was good or bad. If somebody moves away and you're sending your your children away, I have a brother as well, uh, a younger brother. We're very we're 18 months apart, so we're fairly close in age. Um, but that's difficult from a parent's perspective to say, I'm going to send you halfway across the country you know and it feels like an entire another world that you're going um to go and see your father and it's tough because you'd have that feeling like i'm never going to see my children again um but at the same time it's person that you had children with you obviously trust them to a certain extent um so you know they had their little arguments back and forth but uh we did we eventually went down um and we would spend the summer with my dad you know, and uh, it's understandable. He, he can't take the whole summer off. He has to work as well. But um, I think that's kind of what sparked um, in both my brother and I what we really, truly enjoy between both of our parents. Uh, we we enjoy fixing things. We like working on our houses. Um, both of us bought houses around the same time, uh, do the same projects. We just both did our bathrooms at the same time, for example. Um, and we didn't pre-plan that, but uh, it, it really goes down to... yeah i know right um but it goes down to uh you know my dad was always a hands-on person always a jack of all trades wanted to fix or do everything himself and my mom was the same she was either in a relationship at the time or she was not in a relationship and had to uh kind of fend for herself and she never bowed down at the fact of i'm gonna do this myself and she would try to fix anything that she could and i think that's one of those things that we grew up seeing is you know try it if if you can't do it, whether it's fixing something or just trying something new, then you're not giving it your best uh, foot forward. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of how we were raised is just being able to be on our own. Um, but when it comes down to what do we do every single day, 
like we <laughs> there's not many more memories that we have that's literally all we did as a kids is there was water all around us and we it was like those classic stories that you hear we came in when the street lights went on and all we did is play outside that's all that it was there was nothing else to do and we just enjoyed life <laughs> when they had did they have conflict in front of you you know did you see do you remember ever seeing them argue on the phone or no i don't or- i don't recall arguments over the phone i mean at that in that sense it was dad wanted to see us mom had us throughout most of the year so mm-hmm. uh, i think after the first or second trip that we went to see then it became a custom thing we were going down there um you know we have we've got vhs footage <laughs> of us actually having a good time down there and <laughs> <laughs> i think once you get past that moment of fear for your kids going with somebody um that you you eventually accept it and that's how it should be I guess similar to me taking the kids for the day versus you having them. Yeah. You feel like they're going to come back with cuts and bruises. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about your grandparents? Because you lived with them for a very long time. Did you ever see them arguing or have co- big conflicts between them? No, not really. Um, you know, we, we had ended up moving in with uh, my grandparents. Um, they put an addition on their house and we lived in their old house, essentially. Um, and then that's what my mom did. My mom took care of my grandparents. And, um, you know, for the most part, they always just did their thing. They were good morning, my love. Hello, my love. That's how everything went. They were, they were from that time. That's what they said. But, uh, you know, they, they were always happy. And I mean, as long as my grandmother could spend a few bucks on something, she would always be happy, but, uh, they never really argued. (laughs) (laughs) They were, they were just always meme and Pepe, you know, that's how it was. Yeah. So Reese kind of got into how his experiences as a kid lead to him parenting now. How do you think your experiences um, of conflict affect you today? Uh, I think it makes me a stronger person. Um, I try to put myself into my kids as well. You know, we all have our own beliefs in how people should be, kids should be. Um, (laughs) I don't think it really affects me in terms of parenting. No matter what you've been exposed to, you know, you are your own person and and you're going to decide to take whatever it is that you believe in and, and put that towards your your own personal life, whether it be kids or your your lifestyle choices. Um, Reese, do you think you and Jess have a healthy conflict resolution? And is there something that you would improve on it? You better say yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have an incredibly healthy. You're on the spot. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the listener. I feel like a really <laughs> healthy conflict resolution because I mean there aren't too many conflicts, but we very quickly talk it out, whatever that might be, um, and kind of present each side of it. But she alluded to it earlier when she was talking about how we kind of we align on a lot of the same things, whether it be you know sports, <laughs> political, child rearing. We're all very you know, simpatico, I guess would be the word. Um, where it just happened to fall that way. It's 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 very it's very convenient. We also <laughs> resolve conflicts. We like we've never brought it into multiple days. Right. It's just like it happens. And oh then yeah, it just happens. And then like, we, All right, yeah, sorry. We chat through <laughs> it and then we kind of move on. Um, I think there's been times where it's like, oh, I gotta go in the other room and cool off for a minute, and then I'm just like, usually that's me. Actually, yeah, that's fine, <laughs> which is good. And then. For me, it's like, okay, I need to 
go apologize because I feel like an a-hole right now, just, you know, for whatever may have transpired, because, you know, I could, I could be sassy, you know, I can say the wrong thing. You get defensive. I get, yes, defensive. I do get very defen- that is true. defensive. Too. His initial is defensive. And then once yeah. he's like processed for a minute, he's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I'm so, the same way. Yeah. And I have, you know, and as a child and Jess doesn't believe this or because I, I had a temper when I was younger. Um, childhood. No. Yeah. <laughs> teenage years no apparently um, he had a real big temper yeah i kind of want to see it it wasn't great it wasn't great so like I mean, show me I, never, I i worked on it for a very 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 long time um and you know i kind of worked through it so sometimes like things will pop it's like oh just the anger burst through like when we we're playing soccer on thursday i was very angry on the way home and i just yelled about something something not related to us but i just like vented about it forever and then i slept on it and then i woke up i was like okay that was i was kind of that was dumb i shouldn't have like let myself get so bothered by he was angry it was kind of hot though (laughs) it's a turn on when you get angry (laughs) so yeah so i very like she said i I process it i think through it also and for me a lot of times like it's just not worth it like the pride thing or just like oh i gotta I gotta be right about this. He never it, cares about being right no, ever. I, yeah, it isn't. I don't care. He's like, whatever. I was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> he does and, not care at all. And I, yeah, I honestly don't care. Be wrong. I think it's okay. You know, obviously it's okay to be wrong. And I like learning new things and being okay. I can looking at things in a different way. I'm happy with that. But yeah, I have absolutely no problem with it. No ego there. He has no ego. He really doesn't. I have a little bit of an ego. <laughs> he has not. <laughs> have you ever heard that song by Beyonce? Ego. It's a good song. You should listen to it. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll You'd like it. it. You'd like okay. it. It's old. It's an old song. I probably have heard it. Okay, babe, your turn. Do you think uh, we have good conflict resolution and well, how would you improve on it? Mm. Actually, did you even say how you would improve on it, Reese? Oh, I don't think I We do. don't have any improvements. We're fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pause here. Go ahead, Reese. <laughs> Go ahead, Reese. My, my improvement would be more preventative. Just take this as preventative as opposed to reactive. Yeah. Uh, you know, where we talk through those things and I, and you guys talked about before the break where instead of being like, let me try to fix this. And I need to listen, just listen. Yes. I think, can I, can I jump in? Excuse you. I'm being, no, 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 you're right. You're right. I want to say mine because even though I'm mostly right, (laughs) I need to, I need to work on my tone. I'm a sassy lady. And it's funny because my mom will hear sometimes like when we're with my parents, my mom will be like, you treat him right. Don't be nasty to him. Don't be nasty. <laughs> She's like, I know how you get. My, my favorite thing to say to her is, you want to try that again? <laughs> Does that, that actually makes me really makes mad. Because my mom, her, I can picture that making my parent in that. Yeah, that makes me so yeah, mad. Yeah, I shouldn't do that anymore. That's no. my next, uh, yeah, improvement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mama, don't play that way. <laughs> All right, babe. Do you think we have good conflict resolution? And if, how would you improve it? You have a smile where you like you look like you don't know what you should say here. <laughs> it's, it's, Be nice. I was gonna say I I personally feel like men and women think differently right from the get go. Hundred percent, God, yeah. But I mean, even I think everybody thinks differently, so you can't really just say men and women, but it falls that way because it's man and woman in the relationship. Like, are we the same? Species? I don't even know. What <laughs> <laughs> that book? Men are from women are from Venus, men are from Mars. True. It's got a valid point. It's true. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, Liz will say that I'm always the one that says that I'm right. Um, I I don't walk around <laughs> flaunting that. Uh, I I'm a very reasonable person, uh, as she said earlier. I always try to look at things from more than one point of view, not just yes. my point of view, but the way that somebody else would possibly see it, depending on the situation, of course. But um, you know, everybody can get angry 
quick at any kind of conflict or any kind of situation. Um, and then it could also take some time before that happens too. I, I think that it really depends on the subject at hand, how long you've been dealing with that subject as well. Um, and, you know, for the most part, we don't really fight that often. We don't, we don't have many arguments on things. Um, we have disagreements just like you guys do, but, uh, I think it just goes into having that actual conversation with each other instead of just fighting right off the bat and, uh, and then just understanding where each other are coming from before you jump the gun on something. Uh, you know, we recently just talked about a, a whole car situation, um, with my mom, my mom watches our kids and, uh, we feel obligated to, you know, give her things. We, she doesn't, we don't pay her for watching our kids. Um, so whenever the time arises that we can do something to kind of say, here you go and thank you, then we, then we really do that. And, um, that was one thing that we had a conflict about and, you know, again, right or wrong about a vehicle that Liz was interested in purchasing. I said, did you know these certain things about it before we did that? And I read the information <laughs> that was there and it was sometimes she skips the fine print though. She forgets the fine print. So well, there was no <laughs> so fine just... print, but you know, I was, it, there were just some things that I pointed out about it and she's like, Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah. you know, it quickly became, that would be option two if we didn't have another option uh, that we could take. Um, and it's not my option, but it's something else that came forth and that's the route that we're going to take. So uh, I don't want to say I'm right and you're wrong in that situation, but, but I was right. <laughs> I <don't know> right. <laughs> but no, I just, I just like to look at things from a different area and say, these are our options. And did you know this? And, and then that kind of helps out that situation. Um, but in terms of resolving conflict or, or changing things, I feel like I could be more understanding. Um, I've, I've learned through listening through previous episodes that I should just hug from time to time or Ooh, let things learn be. from our episodes. But uh, that's just not how the human brain works sometimes. You want to be able Man to fix brain. things. Yeah, want to fix man, it. Brain. man brain it is man brain. but that's also what i do for a living is i i try to fix things it if does. things are are broken i fix them um and i can't treat my relationship any different than that i want to make things right nobody wants to see their their significant other hurting or, or feeling wrong if they can try and fix that problem uh for our listeners, there's a wonderful song by Kelsey Ballerini called Love Me Like a Girl. I wish you can love me like a girl. Thank you, Jessica. And it was, <laughs> it's such a good song because it really does. Um, sometimes as a woman, it's just easier to just cry it out, scream it out, do whatever you have to do, and then you get over it. And that's just how it is. Sometimes we don't need to be fixed. We just need to let our feelings out and let the problem resolve itself. And that's where sometimes we do, I do get very annoyed sometimes because I said, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen to me and you want, I want you to let me cry and let me get over it. Let me be angry and eventually I'll get over it and it'll be fine. And I know um, it's, it, you're doing it from a loving point of view. You want to help me. You want to make things better. Um, but sometimes it's, it's not what I need. And, and I have to figure it out myself. Um, so that's, pretty good that's sometimes that. that's how we are sometimes been better about it. Since but I he, he's, he has been, has been getting better. Um, there was something you said, good boys. you guys should have done this podcast. Like, a, like years Seriously, ago. <laughs> <isn't great>. um, <laughs> you know, he had asked for my opinion and I said, well, my opinion doesn't matter. And he said, no, I need to hear your opinion. I need to listen to you. I need to hear from your side of the story. I think it actually was about the car situation that, he was just talking about it was i want to hear your opinion before we make any decisions and because i feel like sometimes my opinion doesn't matter but he 
generally took the time and said, listen, tell me exactly what's going on in your head. And then we'll talk through it, you know, because sometimes I don't really know what's going on in my head until I get it out. So um, he is definitely learning. And it's always a learning experience as a married couple anyways, you know, you're always going to say, oh, you know what, maybe we should do things differently this way next time. And this and that. It's always a learning. It's always a learning curve. And I think it really changes too when you have kids. It does for sure. I don't think like you, a, those are a lot of decisions. You're I don't really remember now. arguing at all when we didn't have kids. <laughs> I think we're, and you know, we don't argue a lot. Like he said, um, we do have, you know, disagreements and, and wait different ways that we look at things. And sometimes, like I said before, if he says something a weird way, it gets me annoyed and I just go in my shell and that's just how I am. But that's because sometimes tone affects me and that's just how, how I am. And that has everything to do with sometimes being a girl. It's just what it is. Um, but yeah, we're always trying to work on how to make things better. Um, so Reese, who do you think apologizes first in a relationship? relationship? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. He, I don't know. He's right. I have, I have more trouble saying I'm sorry. I've gotten better. But he he can say sorry so easily. Like I was wrong. Sorry. Like he has zero pride at all, <laughs> and I have a lot of trouble with that. So yeah. And babe, what do you think? <laughs> Probably me. It is. No, it's hundred percent Andrew. I'm the same way. Just I hate saying sorry. I don't know why. It's so bad. I don't know why either. Why am I so bad at it? I don't know. That's only because everyone says that the man is is right all the time. <laughs> so we're the ones that have to apologize to try and make things right. I most of my apologies don't come right away though. They would come. Like, for example, if we argued before work for that, especially that one time, yeah, I would send a text later saying, you know, within a few hours saying, I'm sorry, but I didn't mean for it to come off this way. And yeah, 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 yeah. he's done that. Yeah, it's really I like, I know when I'm being sassy, you know, like 30 (laughs) seconds past, I'm like, I, yeah, I, that was bad. (laughs) That was bad. I can, I can recognize that very quickly. Um, and, and sometimes, and I've gotten in trouble for it where I'm just like, I don't know. You you know you you think and say faster than you can process it. And I'm just like we're diary of the mouth. Yeah, and I'm just like oh, I'm gonna say something nasty. And I'm like crap. And you want to have it back, but you just can't. So I'm like I'm sorry, just wrong. You know. But yeah, I have no problem. Well, for me, it's it's definitely my pride. It's like I like I don't feel like I did anything wrong here. Uh, until I always feel that way. Until like I don't think I did. I don't think I'm being wrong. I don't think I'm <laughs> reacting the wrong way. And then he says he's sorry. And then I'm like, okay, no, he's right. Like I was kind of, I was, there was two people in this, in this argument and I was on the other side. Um, We actually got into an argument, a little scuffle, I would call it a scuffle a couple weeks ago. I, I just felt like I wasn't being supported. And I told him how I felt. I said, I just don't feel like you're supporting me the way I will. I look for it. And he's like, I don't understand how I can make you feel support more supported than you already are. And, And I literally told him and we just kind of, you know, we talked it out, but I still just wasn't super satisfied with it. So I went outside and I sat outside for a couple minutes and, you know, he came to the door and he's like, are we going to go take a shower and whatever? And then he just like, literally just took me in his arms and hugged me and said like, listen, I'm sorry you felt that way. I do think I'm supporting you the way that I can. And I was like, no, you're right. You're supporting me in your own way. The way that I support people isn't always how other people support me. And I just, I, I love to give to the people. I love to give everything. If, if you're going to record a podcast, I'm going to listen to every single episode and not even question it. If you're going to, you know, have a party, I will bring stuff to your house. Like it, I just like to support people. And I know not everybody can do that or, or feels that way. Sometimes I'm just a very giving person. I, I want everyone to like me. <laughs> like I think 
that's why I do it. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, that's all another whole other story. Um, but you know, we did. He did hug me, and we we apologized, and he apologized. I don't even know if I apologized to you, so I'm sorry if I did. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> she sat out there for like 20 minutes, and I'm like, she's getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. This is feminine. So I just I was so. I needed to come down from my high and I did. And you know, it, it is what it is, but it's my pride. hundred percent of my pride. It's something I'm, I'm working on as you know, every day. Yeah. I'm um, working on mine too. He's looking at me like, maybe you should work on yours. So, sometimes, sometimes I have to give her like the play by play of like how the conversation went. Be like you understand why, right? Like you get it. She, she'll, come, she'll come around. She'll come it around. must be, it must be a girl and a guy thing. I don't know. Anybody listeners. Could you comment? Is, is it the same thing? Is it a girl yeah, and a guy thing or you just think differently or like sometimes. I mean, I do, I I have a tone. I know I do. Or sometimes I'll ask. Even actually, last night. Oh. Do you remember? Do you remember? No, it wasn't my tone. That was this was your fault last night. What? Oh. Was, <laughs> it wasn't even a fight. I don't hear it now. He was starting to annoy me. We were we watched like Seinfeld, and then it was. Oh yeah, I was being sassy. Was being you were. That was totally you. We were on the couch, and we were watching Seinfeld, and I was like, it was nine thirty, and I was like, I have to go to bed. I'm exhausted. I'm really tired on Fridays. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna stay up and watch the new Lord of the Rings show. And I was like are you really but like i didn't know because sometimes he'll joke and be like i'm gonna sleep on the couch tonight okay just like i to see what my response will be so i thought he was joking so i'm like are you really gonna stay up and watch that and he's like yeah and i'm like oh you are he's like yeah there's two new episodes. and he got like all sassy about it and then next thing you know he's like well no fine you don't want me to watch it i'm like no i just didn't know if you were serious well, what happens, or not <laughs> so what happens when i try to read a book sometimes at night no okay uh-huh. okay go ahead he d- let the people know right, I okay <laughs> He, he he's been reading and usually he reads on his kindle and lately he's been reading on a regular book like some ancient <laughs> library from the library book and he keeps the lamp on and he'll be like we'll watch a show together or like i'll be like what do you want to do and he's like let's watch a show together and then 10 30 comes around and he's like i'm gonna read i'm like you could have just read before and i would have watched my own show and you could have read <laughs> now it's 10 30 and the light's still on and <laughs> go to sleep so i'll be like are you really gonna read and he's like, <laughs> he feels like it's sassy and sometimes it is i won't lie but it's just like, why do you have to start at 1030? Just start. Be- we won't watch a show. Just read instead. It's just one and You can lay next to me and read. And Jess, in his defense, people wind down and they read. Like, that's how they wind down. <laughs> like some people need to wind down before they go back. Oh, do I say it like that, Jessica? I don't think I you do. You get a little sassy. It helps you, know? you fall asleep. Sassy. It's just one chapter. Sometimes it's like three. It days. makes me, reading makes me fall asleep very easily. It I makes think... me too. But like, you could have read the whole time we just laid here. Also, and we could have gone to sleep together. This, this you could story have is me. not accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's not Stay up past yeah. my bedtime. <laughs> Sometimes we'll just like get into bed and I pick up the book. We weren't watching anything. She's like, oh, really? <laughs> You're like, really? You're my feet read? are cold and I need warmth. <laughs> I need you to snack on me to sleep. It's because she'd rather watch her show than the one you watched together. <laughs> I mean, she wasted the time. Probably. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Shut up, Luke. You know nothing. <laughs> I will say sometimes, um, occasionally, if if Luke's like just can't sleep, he'll go into the living room and he'll either play VR or he'll sleep on the couch because it's too hot in our room. I don't know. We have a weird room. Our room is always hot for some reason. Oh, Brayden's room is always hot. If he's not comfortable in our room, he has no problem just going and sleeping on the couch. And I'll wake up and I'll be like, what happened? He'll be like, oh, I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, well, how come you didn't tell me? <laughs> I feel like, like you're not coming to bed with me? I'm like, do you not love me anymore? Like, we didn't get into an argument, did we? Like, did you're I You're choosing this show over me? <laughs> <laughs> you're choosing your book over me? Just so you know, guys, everything you do affects us. <laughs> personal. It's all personal. It's all personal. 
Okay. But to um, be fair, I literally said, I don't care if you stay up and watch the show. I I was just asking it. a question. No, I really didn't. But I really didn't know if you were serious. It, Jessica. It's the way you said it. It was right. 30 I'm like, really? <laughs> no, like it's midnight on a three-day weekend. Reese, you were exhausted. Reese, you stayed up late the night before. Maybe, maybe. He's always, I'm so tired on Friday nights. I can't work out, but he's not tired enough to stay away for the show for three years. We're going to live fight right now on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you to watch it. I said watch it. I just it. watched it today. It was fine. Yeah, you um, maybe he was, maybe Je- uh, Reese, maybe Jess was really ready to go to, to bed. Wink, wink. Think. No, I was 100% ready to just sleep. <laughs> I was tired. I, I was trying to get rid of the benefit of that. <laughs> no, no, I'll be honest. I wanted to do nothing but sleep. <laughs> okay, we have a few minutes left. Um, Reese, what advice would you give to other fathers or parents when it comes to conflict in front of their children? So if you're having an argument with Jess in front of Brayden, how are you going to act? How would you um recommend acting in front of children when it this comes is to a really good one. This is a really good one i'm not even gonna prompt you you can just say whatever you want <laughs> I think, um, <laughs> just especially at Braden's age i would say keep it private as best you can because they're listening little ears they hear everything they do, um do. yeah so you know I, i'm i'm trying to get better just in that regard where you know i we joke with each other and i say, you know i say things like oh you freak you know but that's even that is something i should be saying i guess that especially with little ears around like that's not for him he doesn't know he doesn't understand humor or one time i think she or joking or joking excuse me or sarcasm where like just like bumped into me and i was like ow ow no was, i spanked you. you she spanked me oh, oh. um <laughs> i did not, I, not like, in anger no 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 <laughs> we don't hate each other wait is that, that makes it worse that actually makes it worse that it wasn't in anger no. um and i like very dramatically fell to the ground ow and brayden thought i was really hurt and he came running up to me oh. crying and felt so bad yeah, he screamed and he's like mama and yeah. i was like no we didn't I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> especially at his age you know do your best to keep it private and and uh away from the small ears and talk through and always talk keep you know it's it, you don't want to disrespect me. Yeah, you don't want to disres- be disrespectful or it's it's always okay to have disagreements, but to be respect is the number one thing. Um and just listen and how to fight fair. Uh, that's right. Yes, exactly. See, we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> um but yeah, number one thing for me is respect. And I mentioned the golden rule earlier. It's you know, treat others how you want to be treated. You know what I want her yelling at me or call, you know being nasty with me no so why would i do it to her it's just not fair right, um right. and then and um as a man always apologize first <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. that's my man <laughs> babe how about you um i don't think that we really argue in front of the kids i don't think that it's good for your kids to see you argue in front of them um and i mean topics can come up at any given time but i mean for us for the most part you're putting one to bed by the time I get home most of the time. So the only chance that they even see to have us have any kind of conflict would be on the weekends. And uh, at that time, it's just, we're running all over the place. So Mm -hmm. um, even if I were home, I I don't think that it's good for them to see the conflict at a younger age. I think as they get older, I think that it's good to, to understand, you know, how money works. If there's any conversations on that, I don't want to hide that from them because they need to understand that at one point. But, um, I mean, there's some discretion that should be held in, in certain circumstances for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's healthy and unhealthy, uh, for them to see those, those things uh, being said between the two. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's good to see conflict, um, as a child, because 
then you can see how to resolve conflict as a child, you know, healthy, yeah, healthy, um, healthy, healthy conflict, yeah. you know, um, mom and dad aren't always going to agree. It's healthy <laughs> to see mom and dad, uh, talk through disagreements. You know, we're not always going to have the same opinions as everyone else. And that's very important to understand. You're not at home. You know, Emmett has even said to me a couple of times, you know, um, this person likes this thing, but I like this. So we can't be friends. It's like, no, that's not how it works. It's okay to have different experiences and different likes. Um, He says it about his cousins. You know, he says it about friends at school. And it's like, it's okay that you have different likes. If they're nice and you like to hang out with them, then that's all that really matters. You know, it doesn't matter if you like the color purple versus the color blue, like who cares? You know, I do think that like for Hunter right now, you don't want to hear yelling. You, you should, they shouldn't be seeing, you shouldn't be yelling at each other. You shouldn't be using derogatory words towards each other. There's a respectful way to have an argument. And I'm going to dive right into Lisberations right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to argue, it's going to happen. You're going to have disagreements. Um, Jess and Reese, this is just the start of it. You're going to have another child one day. It's probably going to be a little harder. (laughs) I'll be right though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But listen, you know, listen to how you're talking to each other. Say it as best as you possibly can. Tone means everything. I'm still learning that. (laughs) Tone means everything. The way that things come out of your mouth really affects your partner. And, um, we are not perfect. We will, you know, it will never be perfect and we will continue to have disagreements. I know Luke and I will, um, throughout every stage of parenting for us, but, um, and it's something we're working on every single day. You know, I shut down sometimes during arguments, but I need to work on that and I need to be more open and be able to use my words the way that I need to use my words. Something I'm teaching Emmett, how to use his words, teaching Hunter, how to use his words. Um, and you know, I'm sure Luke, I'm sure has his own things that he wants to improve on. I'm just going <laughs> to, no pressure. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, but that's my inspiration. You know, just consider what your kids are watching you because they need to see healthy conflict. They don't want to see negative. They shouldn't see negative conflict. I also think if you're, if you are disrespecting each other in front of your children, that Absolutely. your children are learning to talk right. to other people, whether it be future right. relationships, friendships, right. you are a model for your children. And you talk, even if you're not together, if you're talking to the father or the mother of your children the wrong way, um, they're going to look at that very negatively and that's how they're going to grow. And we don't want that. We want to raise good humans. That is our goal as parents. We want them to be good. Um, yes, people will get us upset. Even, you know, lately I've been really bad in the car. People are not driving right, right at all lately. I don't know what it is. And it makes so me very upset, very upset. And I am in the car constantly saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Emma's like, what's happening? I'm like, nothing, nothing at all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, it's, 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 you know, I have to watch what I say now. He's really starting to pick up. So take it one thing at a time, show them healthy conflict resolution. That is the best thing you can do for your children at this time. That was your longest lisperation yet. It was. It was. I had a lot to say. That was a few paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Someone once told me it's. I don't know if they're even talking about me. It just, I've heard it before from multiple people that it's not healthy to not fight. It, it's healthy to have arguments. It's not healthy to have to scream at each other. Yeah, you don't need to fight. You don't know each other. Fight. Yeah, and no one should be giving into each other. It's a compromise. It's a hundred percent a compromise. No controlling behavior. You know. No, it's that's a partnership. It, yeah, your your friends first. That's right. 
Oh, All right. So that is the end of our podcast. Please. Thank you. For, uh, first of all, thank you, Luke. Thank you, Reese. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks, uh, it's been fun. Please uh, rate and review. Please follow us. Please like us. Uh, do all the things on our socials um, at Underprepared Podcast on Facebook, at Instagram. Um, underprepared and overly caffeinated. That's us. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. bye. <laughs> wow, we're cute. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even say bye. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> bye guys. Bye. bye.